Hello and welcome to Explore Your Core. I'm the host Elise and on this podcast we delve inwards to explore ideas around creativity, curiosity and the mind. Today I'm joined by Sean Bell, a runner, speaker and co-founder and run coach for the first 42. I've been lucky enough to run with Sean for just a tiny bit of his run from Cairns to Melbourne and I'm now a part of his first 42 program and it's been incredible to see his journey and the motives behind it. So I was wondering if you could tell me a little bit about how this all started for you and when it became more than just running. Yeah, thanks for having me firstly, Elise. It's great to be here. And running running for me is something that, it's where I get to know myself at the deepest level. It's something that I just love and I want to share that love with other people. So for me, it's, yeah, it started as something where it was like a lot of people, really a stress relief sort of thing. When you're feeling sad, when you're feeling stressed, chuck on your runners, head out the door, but it quickly became more than that. And now it's turned into a real deep passion of mine where through first 42K, we're able to help other runners get that same incredible feeling. And for me, whether I'm doing my own pursuit to achieve a big goal with running or helping others, it all feels the same. It's all pretty special. Unreal. And can you tell me a little bit about your journey running from Cairns to Melbourne? That's not not an everyday thing. And I know there would have been a lot of works kind of behind that actually happening. Yeah, for sure. It's been a, a journey of about five years of preparation and it's crazy when you think of it like that. So Originally, at the start of 2018 or end of 2017, around that time, I set the goal of running around Australia in 2021. So if I take you back to 2016, I had a friend pass away in his sleep. And and I spoke before about how running for me was a way of dealing with sadness and stress. I naturally found myself after his passing running more because I think that was for me how I was grieving largely so I was running more and more and then four months after his passing I decided to run my furthest run yet which was a 15 kilometer fun run and from that I was just like that was pretty cool I think why don't I run a marathon next and so I didn't really jump from 15 to to a half marathon I jumped from 15 with a few training runs and then straight into the the full marathon, but I genuinely thought, well, if it's three times the distance, has to be three times the fun. Let's go, let's do it. And that was really the motivation behind it. So yeah, that's how it all started for me. And and his name was Joey. So for me, I really wanted to honor him. And I then said that that's what I was going to do in 2021, run around Australia. And so as we go through life, I think our purpose changes, we we evolve. And and whilst I have nothing but fulfillment for what I achieved with Jog for Joey, it became pretty clear to me that I wanted to change direction. So through Jog for Joey, I was able to raise $30,000 for the Compassionate Friends charity across two events. That was 50 marathons in 50 days in 2019, and then a 24-hour run. And uh, and then from there, I got really clear on the number one lesson that I learned through his passing, and that's that life is incredibly precious and we must chase our dreams now. If you can go to bed healthy and not wake up, then tomorrow is not promised. We've got to go and do what we want to do today. So really, that's my message to a core. That's what I'm so passionate about. And that's what I share when I'm speaking or when I'm running or whatever it may be. And that's why I ultimately then changed direction and decided to support Make-A-Wish. So that was how the Run for Wishes was born. I wanted to run because it was simply my dream to do this big lap of the country. 
And in the end, with COVID, we've had to pivot again. So COVID, like everyone having to make changes, it became pretty clear to me that it wasn't going to be possible to do the run around Australia in 2021 with COVID. So by 2022, I was just so keen to do an event i was like i've got to do something now and so that was that was it i was like make a wish through me chasing my dream i'm helping sick children achieve theirs and and that's the message that i pushed and absolutely loved it it was an incredible journey and and proud to say that yeah we smashed our fundraising goal as well Mm, isn't that incredible though that you've already got such clarity on your passions and ideas like i feel like so many of us get really caught up in just being stuck in work and not knowing what we want or what direction we want to go. Cause I know I struggle with that sometimes even it's just like, I know I want to go in a direction. I just don't know which direction. It's incredible to see like you've got such clarity. I know you probably don't know like what necessarily is going to come in the future, but knowing that you've got like these little visions and that you're actually making them happen. It's really incredible. Yeah, no, thank you. I think that in many ways that's always been something I've had, I'm pretty lucky in that sense. Like I remember the last day of year 12 for me, I went up to my favorite teacher in school, Mr. Cullen. I was like, I'll see you in five years. I'm going to be back at this school teaching PE and outdoor ed. And it's funny, like at 18, I thought I was going to be a school teacher by the time I was 23, a high school PE and outdoor ed teacher. And now that's not my dream at all. But in many ways through speaking to schools, I still feel that connection with students and being able to make a difference, which is awesome. But it's, it's interesting how it can work out. And I think I feel very blessed in that. I often know what I want, but you don't know how it's going to happen. And that's also the beauty of it. It's sometimes, you know, then you can be disappointed that it didn't happen the way you wanted it or, um, you know, things just happen in different ways. And so I think it's, it's pretty beautiful to see what can happen on, on your journey. And for me, I never thought that I'd be in the position where as an entrepreneur and have you know, my own company, which I've partnered with Jace Cronshaw and, and David Jones at 24 years old. So yeah, very, very grateful to be doing what we do today. Unreal. Unreal. And what was that process like from running, like running for the enjoyment and then it actually becoming now your life, your business and like the speaking, like how did that kind of evolve with that um, scary kind of seeing that change to me? Like, all right, now I know what I love, but now I'm going to start speaking about it and, and chasing it because I feel this is a route that not many people will necessarily take or it's quite daunting. Like you're now speaking in front of people. How was that journey? Well, with the speaking, that was uh, day 38 of my jog for Joey, 50 marathons in 50 days. It was actually Joey's cricket coach who was a school teacher at Marceline College um, ran ran with me. So that was marathon 38. I remember it really clearly. We had a really good day. He ran a full marathon with me as well. So we spent a lot, of, a lot of time getting to know each other. And he's like, mate, once you finish this run in a couple of weeks time, come and speak to our boys at Marceline College. They'd love to hear from you. And so that was, yeah, a bit of natural progression. I, I all of a sudden, two weeks later, found myself at the school, had no idea what to do. I was standing there in my running singlet and shoes oh. and standing by standing behind one of those lecterns, which is like a big no-no in the speaking world, but I just had to learn that and that's what I love. So it's, um, yeah, it's been a journey and that's sort of how the speaking side of things happened and coming away from that experience, as daunting as it was, I was like, that was pretty special. You could see the kids were very interested in what I had to say and and to them, you know, a lot of them didn't see that as something that was possible. 
And all of a sudden it changed their perspective. So for me to see that, it was like, okay, this is really rewarding. And if I could do this for a job, how special would that be? So from there, word of mouth, they referred me to another boys school, St. Joseph's College. And that sort of kickstarted my speaking career, which is really cool. And, and then first 42K came about because on day 49 of the 50 marathons in 50 days, I had three friends run their first marathon by my side. And that was Christine and Sarah. And for them to run with me and me to see the whole thing, the highs, the lows, the smiles on their face, the grimace on their face, and then ultimately give them that big hug at the end. It was just like, that is such an incredible feeling. And how could we give the give other runners that same experience? So it was born out of lockdown. And so that's why, you know, as hard as lockdown was and, and not to take that away from anyone. I also truly believe if you use lockdown to the best of your potential and maximize it, then it was pretty incredible the opportunity that it gave you. Because when does the world stop like that? When do you get the amount of time in your life to be able to do what you want to do and create something? So first 42K came about because I was sitting at home. I can't sit still. And... Um, <laughs> And I was thinking, you know, how can we give this other opportunity? How can we help other runners achieve what they want to achieve? And, and a lot of people had asked me who coaches you can he or she coach me as well. But coach Jace, he loved coaching people in a way that was one-on-one. -on -one. And so he was capped therefore at how many people he could coach. And so what I realized is if you want to run from Cairns to Melbourne, clearly that has to be a tailored program. But if you want to, most people don't want to do that. Most people don't want to run to Melbourne. So therefore, most people want a 5K, 10K, half marathon and marathon. We could make that where it's a really supportive program that then therefore will be able to open up to a lot more people. So yeah, I was born out of COVID and I'm just yeah so grateful to be working with those guys who ultimately changed my life. So it was through Jason DJ's coaching and them helping me run 50 marathons in 50 days and 24 hour runs and run across Bali and those sorts of things where I was just like, this is unbelievable. Now let's share it with even more people. Mm, unreal. I think there's two things that kind of come to mind. With me. I think yeah, with COVID and running, I think the similarity is like you get this state of silence and that's mm. so fundamental for like processing what's going on having realizations for like reevaluating things in life like that stepping back I find um as hard as COVID was it really provided an opportunity for me to actually like sit back and think and that's what I really love about running is when I go for like an hour or two hour run is I get this moment of silence where I'm just out in nature and I have time to think and I think that's a really important I think for everyone to be able to get whether it be through running or walking or just being out in nature or something, but having silence in life. Like I know my life gets really busy really quick and it's really like, I really, really appreciate those times. I'm not sure if you feel yeah. the same. No, definitely. I so, I so agree. And I think without those times, we get caught up in the day-to-day -day activities of our lives. And then it's like, we're not actually working towards what we want to and we don't even realize. It's like, yeah. are you even doing what's making you happy right now? Or at least you're going in the direction of what you think is going to bring you more happiness and fulfillment. And then you're like, actually, no, I'm not, I'm just busy. Like I'm just caught up being busy. And so uh, whilst I, I get everyone's got to earn a living, you've got to do what you've got to do and, and do it how you need to. It's also, how can you bring more joy to that? Because we only have one life and that's why yeah. I'm so passionate about this message is whilst, yeah, we're most likely to live a long life live into our 90s maybe 100 with the way that you know healthy food and training and technology is going these days 
but also you hear tragic circumstances all the time. And so not to put scare, uh, not to scare anyone and put those thoughts in their, in their mind, but also to put reality on their mind that life is precious and it's time and it's, it's got to be time right now. So if you're not doing what you love, how can you then bring in more joy to your life through other things or slowly chipping away at it. And so I think that sometimes we can't go all in, we can't transition straight into our dream business and we have to still pay the bills. We have to do it through other ways. And even now I'm 24 and I was talking to DJ, my business partner, I've just moved to the Gold Coast and I'm like, mate, I might need to just jump in the Gold Coast sun, do a bit of laboring for a couple of days a week. Like I'll still be working as hard as I can on first 42K and trying to grow my speaking business, but ultimately life's a journey and and we're not going to get there overnight. So I think sharing that with other people really gives insight that, you know, even I, sometimes you have to take a step back to step forward. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I think while it's really tricky when, yeah, you can get caught up in day to day life, especially if you are having to work a lot for money, you don't have that freedom to step back and have the opportunity of, hey, I am working a nine to five full time, but I want to, you know, eventually have my own business. That transition phase is also really big. If you leave your job, you know, you know, mm. you might not have something set up. And so it's tricky, even if you do have the vision or the passion for something that's maybe more entrepreneurial or something of your passion. It's like really tricky to transition when the income might not be there. Definitely. But I think if a dream is big enough, if you want something bad enough, you will do it. So that's where it's like, you may have to work full time, which is crazy, nine to five, five days a week. But then what are you doing in that time outside of that? Yeah, you've got to train, you've got to look after yourself and your health, you've got to get your sleep. But maybe you have to make sacrifices in other areas. Maybe you're cutting out some socializing, you're cutting out that leisure time so that you can then build what is your dream. And in time, you'll be able to transition and make that your your full-time job, which is really exciting. Yeah. Yeah. And that's kind of why I have the podcast is that I want to help foster like a community, that like a supportive community of people who are doing this. Because I, like you, am so passionate about things and want other people to be passionate about life and like follow their dreams. But it's also really daunting because you're constantly stepping into the unknown. You're constantly stepping into doubt and fear. And it can feel not like a lonely path, but it's a path of just kind of uncertainty. Like I know like within me, I have this passion and it's not going to go. So I've got that kind of certainty. But other than that, like I don't really know how to run a business. I don't really know. Like I get nervous about speaking and all those things. And so I think it's incredible to be able to speak with you today and see um, and understand a bit more about you because that's exactly what you're doing. It's like I could work a nine to five, but I also have this passion that I'm not willing to let go. Like I'm willing to sacrifice and do what it takes and be in the unknown and deal with that fear to pursue what you're wanting to pursue. Yeah, it's Brene Brown talks about it. it's being the person in the arena, being brave mm. enough to, to take it on and and know that you, you're going to fail, you're going to get rejected, but ultimately you're doing what you love and and you prefer that than living a life where you're not fulfilled. So it is tough and, and there's no sugarcoating that. And even still, I feel so much self-doubt and uncertainty. I've never really felt that around running. And so that's something that really helps me. With running, I feel like, I don't know what it is. Like, there's just like, I know that I'm going to get through it. I absolutely love it. I think just puts me in the best mood. And and because I've done it now through so many different events, I'm like, okay, this is really my thing. But with regards to speaking and and then having my own company, First 42K, there's a lot of self-doubt. There's a lot of questions like, 
how am I doing this at 24? Am I going to be able to do this? What happens if I approach this school or this company to speak and I get rejected? Like, how am I going to feel then? Or maybe I should just go and get another job. And so when those thoughts are going through your head all the time, I have to then remind myself, well, hang on a minute. Like, what does it actually mean if they reject me right now? They're probably busy. Like these schools literally have their dates locked in well in advance. They've probably got their speakers booked in for the year. It doesn't mean that they're not interested in you. And even if, even if it did mean that, don't take it personally. Understand that it's business and then try and go, okay, it's just not this school or it's not the right time for that school onto the next one. I think if you can have that approach, then you're going to be successful with it. Because ultimately for me, it's like, Even through rejection, I know that whilst that's going to hurt, that's going to suck, I'd still prefer to be out there being that person in the arena chasing my dreams than going and working a nine to five where I'm miserable and thinking, what what if? Like, what if I just tried, you know? Mm. Mm. What do you think fostered this kind of resilience? Like, I think it's incredible the mindset you have of, hey, you know, it's not rejection, it's redirection. It's just like a different, like how, what do you think has contributed to a mindset that you have? I really like that. Not re- not reflection, it's redirection. Really good. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think I feel very blessed. I've got a very good and close relationship with my mom and she is a, a nurse, but she's also got her own side business as a counsellor for nurses, helping nurses who are facing burnout with their work. And so mm-hmm. she gets it and she's really like encouraging for me to go and chase my dream as an entrepreneur. And so I think also it's putting yourself in environments because who you hang out with is who you tend to become. So for me, I was very fortunate that my mum recognised when I was just 19 years old, I was going through a pretty tough time after Joey passed away. And she took me to go and see Tony Robbins, who for anyone listening who doesn't know him, he's an incredible life coach, a motivational speaker, and can really transform lives. And he had that impact on me and change my perspective and so it's been something where yeah I don't don't know now I just feel on a mission and I look at it like if you can go to bed and pass away in your sleep when you're healthy then every single day is a gift and so it can be hard because we do get caught up in the problems of life and and the stresses of life but you know I was listening to Tony Robbins the other day when I was driving and he says the secret to being happy in life is don't have too many rules. What do I mean by that? Well, so many people have these rules that I need to earn this amount of money to be happy. I need to be dating this person to be happy. I need to be driving this car. I need to be working this job. And it's like the reality of you actually having all those at once is so low, like so unlikely. So therefore, like you have way too many rules in order to be happy. He's like, here's a better rule in order to be happy. I woke up this morning, my feet hit the ground. If you think about that, like you're very lucky. You're literally in a position where you're here for another day. And so that's where I feel, you know, I guess that drive comes from for me is when you lose a friend at such a young age, it puts so much life in perspective. And now not to scare people, as I said, but to put reality on their mind and encourage them that, hey, you can achieve what you want to achieve if you put everything, combine that self-belief, passion and purpose to make it happen. Mm, yeah it's a massive one and as unfortunate it is that events do happen I think it it brings about a gratitude and appreciation like I had that with my own mental health scares it's just like now I'm so grateful I, I it's so easy to forget about it's just like I'm so grateful to be breathing I'm so grateful to be able to have this coffee like it's such a precious thing yeah. and when you realize how precious life is it's like you want to make the most of it you really just want to soak in everything and I've been thinking about it as well like 
if money never existed or if say like right now my bank account like you know money's all digital now there's lots of zeros at the end would that change how I'm living like even if there was you know extra couple million in my bank account right now I'm still feeling the emotions I feel I'm still doing the things like French it's really it comes down to friendships and how you spend your time and and what you get up to more than the money like even if I if someone gave me 10 million right now if I wasn't happy in say a relationship or where I live or the work I do money's not going to change that and I think it's been really powerful learning that and really now starting to go back to like my environment and my community and really foster that because I think that's the richest and most like fulfilling thing you can be doing Uh, yeah very well said and that's it I think often when we think of wealth we get caught up we think just money we think just Mm. finance but wealth is relationships as well and wealth is health and and all of those things and I feel so blessed of with the relationships that I have with other people and also with the experiences that I've been able to have like even to take two months off work to run from Cairns to Melbourne have my best mate Max with me the entire time like just unbelievable who gets that time so you know it's your perspective right and yes it was a sacrifice you're taking two months off work you're not earning an income for that but I'm also out there pushing a message I believe and striving to raise $60,000 for make a wish and we absolutely smash it and raise 100k so it's you know in many ways like it's it's all how you look at it and and I remember actually talking to a friend who um, said to me he's like mate you may come back like at 24 with no money in your bank account but you'll be the richest man alive because what an experience you've just had and other people who do get caught up in that day-to-day you know they may never go on on holidays or take that time because they're just sort of caught up in that rat race. And so that's where I'm really trying to encourage people is, hey, go after your dreams, however that looks for you, whatever that is. It's not, it's not go and run. Like I don't want, I don't really care about encouraging people to run. Running's one of the vehicles that I use to achieve my dreams, but that's not for everyone. So if it's art, if it's music, if it's science, whatever it is, go for it and believe in yourself. Mm, that's such a, that's such a big message such an important one and like look at the community as well that you've created around this like doing this run there was so many people behind you it's like so many people touched inspired like wanting to get to be a part of it and I think that kind of touches on the importance to community I think when I was yeah planning like these podcasts and wanting to talk to you like community really came up to me because of what you've created and how important it is to have others that are like like-minded and being able to bounce ideas. Like I know running for me is being quite um, like an independent journey because I do it while I travel. So I get up early and I go for a new trail and it's been something very solo. And then to have the first 42 and be able to bounce off ideas and talk and flesh things out and feel like I'm part of something greater like us, like we are a movement is incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well said. No, I think it's, well, it's very special to have you a part of First 42K. So thank you for, for being one of our very passionate runners. And yeah, I think community is is everything. It's it's something that, you know, as humans, we need to connect with other people. And, and through social media, often, whilst I think social media is an incredibly powerful tool, and, and I really enjoy it a lot of the time, because it's a way of connecting with so many people, it can also be very damaging for a lot of people. And so I think, true connection is getting together in person or is at least getting together in some form, even if it has to be on Zoom, that it is what it is. But 
getting together, having genuine conversations. And I think through the power of, of those events, the 50 marathons in 50 days, and then the run for wishes, seeing what it means to people just through them coming out and running with me and having a chat, it's so special. And so always encouraging people. It's like, if you actually follow your heart, you chase your dreams, you'll empower others to chase theirs, give them hope and belief that they too can can achieve what it is that, that they want to achieve. And so when you go out there, when you show them, it's like, whoa, I want to be a part of that. And people, you know, people gravitate towards that. And some of the relationships that I've been able to build with people as a result of just me following my passion is incredible. Like, as I said, first 42K wouldn't exist without me running the 50 and 50. And it wasn't intended. It was just me seeing three friends and what it meant to them. I was like, hey, let's do something here. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so good to bounce off ideas and have that support, like be able to give support to others and build them up. But then also when you do throw out ideas, have that support come back. Like I know I couldn't be doing the things I'm doing without community. And it's almost just like when you chuck it out there, it's like, well, it's actually going to happen. Like people have my back. It's now just a matter of doing these things rather than questioning whether you can do it in the first place. I think community is just such an important thing of having the belief in yourself, you can follow your passions and actually allowing that to happen. Absolutely. Yeah, you can. And, and that's what, yeah, I think is the ultimate message because you could be 50. And if you're so many people like think, oh, I'm 50, like there's no point getting a job I love now. Like I'm just sort of stuck in it, but you could live to your hundred. And now I know I'm saying chase your dreams now. We're not promised tomorrow, but ultimately that's just put reality on your mind. But likely you are like, live to 90 100 so therefore you've got time stop wasting the rest of your days if you're not happy and go for it now and you have to do that however it looks everyone's in a different position due to life circumstances maybe you know people around our age have children so therefore it's going to be a lot harder for them if they've got children to be you know changing getting out of a job right now to go and put all their time into another job so maybe they're the example of like what we were saying before of they need a full-time job to look after their family but then on the sides making sacrifices to grow your thing and understand that it can take time or mm. you may be in a position where you're a young person you have the ability you have very supportive parents you're happy to live at home they're happy to have you and you can go for it now because you're in a position to be supported so i think everyone's in a different position but ultimately it's the same message if you're not happy change it because we only have one life yeah yeah I couldn't agree more and that's kind of like my month being at the snow season's been there's been so much change and so much uncertainty like I'm still only just getting settled now but it's that same thing it's like I'm not going to settle for something I'm not happy with like I went to a a new job and a new place like in staff accommodation and I just wasn't willing to settle for that like it wasn't like the right kind of vibe or like environment and it was just something I had to bite the bullet I quit before knowing where I was going to go and I, I left accommodation before I even had something lined up and completely threw myself in the unknown but where I am and what I'm doing is just it's just like it's magic it's unreal what's kind of come from that and I think the more I do that of like take not necessarily taking risks but just being like cool I'm not happy as is I'm gonna like opt for change the more I guess like resilience or like certainty or the word or just like um courage I guess that I have in myself to keep doing this and now it's like I'm on a roll like any I can deal with any change now but it's like I feel like I just keep moving into where I'm meant to be and the more I change the more I can deal with it so good yeah so true and it does <laughs> it builds momentum and yeah. it's resilience courage 
it's all of those things that you spoke about and and to put to give others perspective so this dream of mine it's not only the two months that i took off to run from cancer mail but it was also twenty thousand dollars of my own money that i saved hard put into this run to make it happen and we did have some sponsors but also it was a big sacrifice so it's that i've come back from the run my good mate josh he's just gone to pakistan for three months following his dreams as a adventurer and photographer yeah, and he's about yeah about to do some mountaineering, which is incredible. And he said, hey, Shawnee, would you want to jump in my room and, and pay my rent while I'm gone and live in my apartment on the Gold Coast? I'm like thinking, geez, I do not have much money in my bank account right now. I don't know how, but I'm going to go and do it. I'm going to find a way. And that's what I was saying. If I need to pick up a little bit of laboring work on the side up here, then I'll do it. Like you have to do what you have to do because ultimately jumping into the unknown and coming to the Gold Coast, like, I'm still so happy. And I know it's tough. It's not always, you know, every single day you can't necessarily, like at the moment I'm finding, yeah, I might have to grab two days work elsewhere, whether it be laboring or, or whatever it may be, um, in order to continue to working on my passion with speaking and with first 42K. But that's okay. That's part of it. It's part of the journey and, and you grow from that. And I think when you throw yourself into the unknown, like it is pretty special what can come from it. So for me being up here right now and going, oh, I don't know how I'm going to make it work, but I'm going to do it. And then in the morning when I'm getting up at 4.30 each day and I'm, I've already done my run or gym session and then I'm sitting there having a coffee, watching the sun come up, I'm like, this is why I'm here. This mm. is pretty cool. You know, seeing in Melbourne that it's minus one degrees and up here it's 20 in the morning. I'm like, yeah, that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, that's unreal. And that's the thing, like when there's a will, there's a way. Like if you yeah. want it bad enough, there will be a way to do that. And I kind of had that. That will, I was like, I want to be doing the snow season, but I'm not willing to kind of have it how it is. Like, I want to wake up and go for a trail run. I want to be able to kayak. I want to be able to slack line. And, like, these things now happen. Like, these things, like, um, there's life drawing on Mondays and the slack lining on Wednesday. Like, there's so many incredible things that I've found, but that's because I had that will, I guess, of going into the unknown and, like, not settling until I kind of made that happen. And now I wake up, I'm like, how is this real? Like, most amazing scenery most amazing trail runs communities people work like just every day i pinch myself it is pinching yourself and i'm the same like the other day i was working on first 42k and loving it but ultimately like a few hours staring at my laptop like oh i've got a bit of screen fatigue (laughs) put my laptop down sprinted out literally like i'm 30 second i'm a 30 second walk from the beach so sprinting out I'm 10 seconds and I'm on the sand, probably 20 seconds and I'm in the water. It's insane. So I shut my laptop, I'm dived into the surf and then come back in 10 minutes later, I'm back on my laptop, but I feel like a different person. So then I'm just coming back, like how lucky am I to be living literally on the beach on the Gold Coast right now? And and then community tomorrow morning, like what I found up here is because it's such a active lifestyle. Everyone everyone is. Then they have, yeah, they have group fitness almost every day. So like tomorrow morning, there's a free community run club that uh, I'm going to called the Salt Social. And I think there's like last week, there was about 60 runners. Tomorrow's meant to be an even better day. And they said on the good days, they sometimes get a hundred runners, good weather days. So it's insane. And then everyone has a, has a swim at sunrise and has a coffee and then they go off to work and start their day. I'm like, how good is that? So you know, that's the sort of thing where it's like, no, nah, I want to be around that, that supportive environment and also respect what I've just done. It was six weeks ago that I finished the Cairns to Melbourne run. So whilst I am training, like come up here, don't worry about so much structure. 
with training, just enjoy it. Go for a run, jump in the surf, um, ride a bike up and down the Gold Coast, jump in the gym, whatever it may be, but just enjoy it. So I think to be up here and recover up here is, yeah, it's going going really well. Unreal. Unreal. And just shows as well, like, don't settle until you are happy. I find that that's obviously a tricky thing to say because it's something nice to be able to be content in the moment and not always be like, but the next thing, the next thing. But I think it's more like, you feel it in in yourself like say melbourne like we're both in the same kind of area like home doesn't feel like home it's not quite where i want to be and so it's just like all right i'm not going to settle i am going to travel and explore and find these places and like my heart is just so happy and i think kind of says same for you like you just keep moving expanding and you find the right places so it's incredible to hear what has come um from your journey and from from your travels and the life I guess you're living now and yeah I really appreciate as well being able to talk a little bit about following your passions and seeing it kind of come true. No no worries at all Elise thanks for having me on and yeah I think to anyone listening that's feeling like they're a bit stuck it's you know I I do know what I want to do but how do I take that leap I think my encouragement to you is is just take that one step at a time and trust trust that it will work out you don't need to know how it's going to work out and it will work out because you believe in it. You have a strong enough reason why. And I think it, a really good example of that is we got to Cairns and we had our first 10 days of the run back to Melbourne sorted out with support crew. After 10 days, it was just Max and I. We can't do the run with just Max and I. It's way too hard. We need at least one other person. We're like doing call outs on social media. Hey, jump in if you can. And all of a sudden we had this amazing girl, Emma, jump in from Mackay, who we'd never met before. Met a guy called Heath in Sydney, who we'd never met before. My cousin, who's, you know, got young daughters, dropped dropped that and worked to be able to fly up and, and be with me. So, so many people just drop things to be able to make it happen because they believe in the vision as well. I was out there obviously doing something pretty public in chasing my dream, but people were supporting that. So I think if you follow your heart, you chase your passion, you'll be surprised at how many people want to help you. And lastly, I guess to sort of help emphasize that point is really encourage others to share their goals with other people. That doesn't mean you have to share it publicly to everyone and post it on social media. But research tells us if you share your goal with just one friend, you're 78% more likely to achieve it. So tell your partner, tell your family, whoever it may be, your best friend, what it is that you want to achieve and the reasons why. And all of a sudden, they're there to support you. It's not only that support, they want to help you get it done, but it's also accountability. You don't want to let them down as well as yourself. And you'll find yourself much more likely to follow through. Mm, Really well said. Really well said. And such a good note to end on. Thank you so much again. Thanks, Elise.